Welcome to the Kingsman Podcast, brought to you by ACF Forge Men's Ministry. In this podcast, we dig into the Bible using SOAP notes. Now, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. A great way to get a little more out of your daily study. So let's dive in and see what God's got for us. Are you going to tell them what you did, Brandon? <laughs> you don't have to. We can just let that one go. <laughs> all right, all right. So... Full disclosure, may have not hit record on our uh, recording system <laughs> the first go around <laughs> on this, so you're getting take two of this uh, wonderful cast for the week. <laughs> so, but it was a really good discussion. It was a great discussion. You guys should have been there. And see you next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! So we are again in uh, Philippians four six. Philippians four six. Is the Lord, no? Hold on, I'm not reading the right verse. See, I did this again. This is kind of like take one, dude. This is just like take one. All right, so Philippians 4 6. <laughs> <laughs> Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Well, first off, on this for me. I feel that we need to include the last half of verse 5. So the last half of verse 5 ends, the Lord is at hand. So when you're looking at this in your Bible, the first part, the first part of verse 5, uh, let your reasonable, reasonableness be known to everyone. It goes, the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So for me, that changed the way I saw this verse. I'm trying to make sure I say this right, so it's not uh, sounding like you'll the Bible, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so as we're reading, uh, reading the, the the Bible, there's sometimes you have you look at the the way things are written, and uh, things may not line up the way they 100% did uh, when it was originally written. Remember, this was written back in a time where you know punctuation was different and sentence structure was different. It was written in Hebrew and Greek, a little different, right? So, putting the last half of verse five to me changes the structure of that because if you say Hey Johnny, don't be anxious about everything, or don't <laughs> don't be anxious about anything. And everything you do, pray, thank God, and you're good. Yeah, good, easy, right? All right, shoot, right, man. How much weight does that put on your shoulder? It becomes a you thing, right? A me thing. And so, I mean, as as I'm looking at my application, that's what I look at is is remembering that the Lord is at hand. The Lord has done His work. He is victorious already. We don't have to worry about that. That is a weight that we shouldn't have to bear. As somebody who is living in Christ, who is a child of God, is taken care of. Yeah, I was reading, uh, uh, if I understand correctly, uh, when Paul was writing this letter, he did not write down verse numbers and then write. <laughs> that exactly. was a, yep. a, a later edition, a lot later edition, just to make it a little bit better 
to where the people reading it could find things and have it better organized. And so yeah. there's a flow there, I think, that sometimes the verse numbers can kind of interrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a later edition. But Right. That's, that's, um, a, that's some bigger scholarship. Oh, yeah. Way above my yeah, right. pay grade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that is so key. I mean, that that goes perfectly together with it with the Lord because I think, and I've heard this complaint from a lot of people, it's like they'll get involved in a church and whatever issue they're going through, the church says, pray, read your Bible. Mm. And that relationship with God is key, that God has to be there with you in what you're doing or it's it's just not going to work. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, that that's not very helpful, you know. Mm. Uh, but if you start with God and start building that relationship with Him, then now now we have a, a something to to work with. And you know, I think that's so easy to do as Christians. Mm. We get into a certain Christian speak, and uh, I caught myself at it the other day. I was talking to somebody that was dealing with a lot of stuff, and I wanted to be encouraging to him. And so what I found myself saying was, "Well, are you praying and reading your Bible?" And mm. they kind of looked at me like. Uh oh, here we go. We're going to get into some legalistic prescription mm. of something that's not really going to help me. And so I stopped mm. myself and took time to explain is that what I meant is that if you have that relationship with the God and the Father and you build on that relationship, He will help you get through these tough times. He won't make it go away. He won't just give you some sort of mm. little teeny piece of advice that's supposed to make it, it, he will really walk through you with it as a father and a friend hmm. and i had to remind myself to go into it with that depth and not just tell him to pray and don't worry about mm, it you know what i mean and i think so it's so good. easy to yeah. throw out that christian speak and just leave leave basically god get the god part out of it mm. as bad as that seems i think that's a very accurate statement because uh it's so very easy to look at this verse and well just don't be anxious. Mm-hmm. Pray and cast everything to him. And or in worst cases, it's like, why are you worrying? Are you not a real Christian? Are mm. your faith lacking? What have you been doing wrong? Why are you worrying? Because you're not supposed to be worrying. You're a Christian, right? Mm. And I think I have I have seen some churches and people take that line, and mm. that's so harmful to God's kingdom on church and on, the, on earth and what He's doing. I think is when they take that line and. And it's like, why are you feeling this way? It must be something wrong with you, hmm. you know? And and if you really, and once again, this is above my pay grade, if you really want to get into deep theology, yeah, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with all of us. But it's it's not helpful when you tell people there's something wrong with you, the reason you're feeling this way. No, you need to build, start building that relationship with God, and that's what's going to bring healing in your life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I, I do remember hearing that from somebody a long time ago growing up in the church and it was oh, i'm having problems well pray more and it wasn't are you praying reading your bible it was pray more mm-hmm. you're not praying enough yeah so there oh there's a magic number to pray mm-hmm. so i have to pray this amount for this like, no it's the relationship that you're building it's it's not a maybe that's the the terminology that we should we should be thinking about that more of, is uh how's your relationship with god not mm-hmm. are you praying Exactly. That's such a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, are you building your relationship with God? Are you are you seeing things, learning to see things the way He sees things? Are you, you know, are your are your thoughts aligning with His thoughts? Are your your hopes and your wishes aligning with His hopes? And I don't want to say wishes because is your hope His hope? Mm-hmm. Then I think that changes the way we look at our life here on Earth. 
know, I heard somebody talking about, you know, when you go to heaven, you could show up to heaven and be the guy who, oh, yeah, your name's in the book. Come on in. Cool. Good to see you. Yeah, there's the, the stuff over here and whatever. Or you could be the Johnny, you made it. Oh, so <laughs> good to see you. You're here, right? You know, it's like, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm. That relationship doesn't doesn't start when you get to heaven. It starts right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows so much about you, and he wants you to know everything about him. I kind of, when I was looking at that, that last part of that verse 6, the thank him for all that he has done, mm-hmm. um, to me that was another key piece of this puzzle because it's easy to go to him and just pray and come up with a wish list. Uh, but i got to remember to have that gratitude and, and thank him for what he's done. And I've noticed uh, on some of my stuff that I've prayed about in the past is like, uh, I'll pray about a job. And so I'll get the job. Thank you, God. Well, six months later, when I'm still working that job, earning that paycheck, you know, helping feed my family with that paycheck, I haven't thanked him for that in six months, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't have that ongoing sense of gratitude mm-hmm. uh, for that. Or, you know, I may not even thank him at all. You know, I'll pray for this or that. And when I start thinking about it, it's like, I got that. I never did thank him for that. Where's Mm. my gratitude? Mm. And I think that's also a big thing. Not just, you know, God doesn't need our gratitude when it comes down to it. Mm. But it's helpful for us to have that attitude of gratitude, just to remember his grace and his favoritism that he shows us every day. And if we remember things that he's done for us in the past, then we can trust him to come through for us as we go through in the future. Mm. And the troublesome part about that, at least for me, is that um, I think a lot of people, you know, we think that if we're good enough Christians, then he'll give us everything we ask for. Heal Mm. this person, fix my car, give me that job, help me pay this bill. Sometimes the bill doesn't get paid. Sometimes the car doesn't get fixed. And sometimes the person doesn't get healed. Mm. And... uh, I have to remind myself at that time that that I have to trust in God and have that relationship. And I think that's the key part. We're tying it back into where you bring in that last part of verse 5. It all starts with God. And as long as you trust in God, you know that things will work out eventually. And even if it's... uh, I'm horrible at remembering verses, but uh, just here recently I read a verse and it was talking about... um, the previous saints like Abraham, mm-hmm. he didn't see all of his millions of descendants, Yeah, but he accepted it at the time and he believed in God and he died without seeing that promise come about, but mm. he believed in that promise and it did come about. And, you know, he's alive with God today and he's seeing that promise, but it wasn't on this side of the grave. And mm. so sometimes we have to take that same mindset. And I think that goes... It's a continual process, and it's part of the Christian maturity, but that also goes a lot to uh, resolving our anxieties. Hmm. Because there's going to be times when we don't get what we pray for, and it's going to cause a lot of anxiety unless we take it all back to God and keep that view in mind. Does that Hmm. make sense? That makes a lot of sense. That's really good. One thing that I was thinking as you were uh, talking about that, the, the, the prayer part of it, is we treat prayer like a 911 call. You know, my car's broken down. This person needs to be healed. Uh, whatever that is, like God, quick! I need you now. Send send the spiritual ambulance or spiritual fire truck. You know, it's like 
you don't call 911 when everything's good and happy, when you're just hanging out, it's a nice sunny summer day, everything's grand, you don't call 911. You call 911 hmm. when life sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, working on the, the, as a medic, the, we would say, you don't, you always meet people in their worst day. Uh, you never meet them in their best day. And man, to, to prevent that, to counter that is, is the building that relationship with him. I think we talked about it in another cast. You know, you don't go asking your, your, somebody you see every, you know, once a month for help. Mm-hmm. You go to your, your friends and your neighbors and the people that you know the best when you really need help. Right. So building that relationship with God, that trust, the trust, the communion, those things that are, are that it's a two way street. I think he wants it to be a two way street. Like you said, he doesn't need us, but he wants us. I think that's a, something that we forget Mm -hmm. that he wants you. He wants to have that relationship with you. Yeah, and I'm thinking about this as you're talking, you know, and it's just, that is so amazing to me sometimes. You have a God that literally created everything, the universe, the planet. It just, when you start trying to think about it, it's almost mind-boggling. And yet that same God wants a relationship with every single one of us tiny little puny humans mm. who he actually made in his image. And that's, mm. that's really, that's something to meditate on. That's yeah. a <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's the key to all that. You know, you, you talked a little, just, you know, a little earlier about, you know, uh, it's so easy to say, well, pray and don't worry about it. But the more we meditate on God and keep God at everything, and it's not how much we pray or how much we read the Bible. It's all God. And then the more we focus our thoughts on God, that does a lot for, for our worries. Mm. You know, we've been talking the last couple of episodes about, you know, the anxieties and and having peace through that. And it's not till you really, truly spend the time to know him that that peace comes about. I think I was thinking about the, just thinking about the apostles. They spent three years with Jesus. Every day. Every day. Hmm. And it wasn't until he was gone that he came, you know, died, came back and, and rose and, and took his throne that they really got that. It was then that the Holy Spirit came and showed them that and they could commune with him on a level that nobody had ever done before. It was done. Like his victory was complete and then they could commune with him and then they got it. And I think that's the, you know, when God came to live within him, that spirit, it's so easy to think, yeah, God's spirit lives within me. But no, you have to let yourself know that God's spirit is actually inside of me. Mm. And it's, it's like whether we're here in our garage studio or when you're on a hospital deathbed or when you're in jail or wherever you're at, whether good or bad, he's with you. Mm. And that's just something that, uh, yeah, I can mentally recognize that fact, but letting that work deep into my heart and really realize that Paul had that, mm. uh, when he was in prison and I can't imagine if I was in prison, writing the stuff that he did and, and just the love with God that he had, cause he didn't enjoy being in prison. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Don't I you? very highly doubt that. I feel like that's a misconception <laughs> that we think that he's like, Oh, prison. Cool. I think that's something to, yeah. 
that's mm-hmm. a big thing that that's just part of that daily walk, just keeping God in front of you. And that's the key thing to dealing with your anxieties mm-hmm. and getting that peace. Mm-hmm. One of my applications that I had was um, the last part of it was to accept that answer, whether yes or no. And I guess that's what I got out of all that because it's, I think there's some people have a misconception that if you become a Christian and if you pray the right way and go to church the right way and give them enough money, Mm -hmm. then your loved one's going to get healed, your jobs you're going to get. And uh, I had some uh, relatives on my wife's side here recently. They are good Christian people. Uh, They have a a love for God and his kingdom. Their son died uh, Mm -hmm. just this last week from pancreatic cancer. Ouch. That's uh, hard. It is. And they are dealing with a lot of pain and grief, uh, but they're still walking with God uh, and letting Mm. them walk through that every day with them. And uh, that time they prayed, we prayed, their churches prayed for healing. And that time God's answer was no. Mm. And the wonderful thing about all that, and it seems like... um, I don't want to to seem like I'm being churchy, I guess, and dismissing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because there is a lot of pain there. But the wonderful thing about that is he is alive and with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in heaven right now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that seems kind of uh, like trying just to slap a Band-Aid on it because uh, I can, I don't understand, I never lost a child. I don't mm-hmm. understand their pain, but I can at least empathize with them a little bit and just kind of see how that might be horrible, yeah. not having your child with you on earth. But He's alive and he's with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they, even though they're going through this grief, they have that hope and they're letting God walk it through it with them every day. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think to them when, you know, sometimes my key application is it's easy to not be anxious when you get your prayers answered the way you want to, but not be anxious when the God says no. That's a, a yeah. different level of maturity. Yeah. For me, my application was remember his victory. Um, oh, yeah. remember in when I'm anxious, when I'm stressed, when I'm depressed, when, when I'm not in that good spot, remember the battle is already won, that I don't have to fight that, hmm. that in Christ, I can live in that victory and that I'm, I may be, I may still have some anxiety. I may still be anxious. I may still have some, some of these things you know, life things that go on, but I know where I'm going. Like you said, like I'm going to be alive in Christ someday. I will be living with him. I will be in his kingdom and let that truth wash over that anxiety, that earthly thing that I'm dealing with. Hmm. So that's where I went with my application. Oh yeah. That's so good. You know, one, Brandon, one thing I will say about this, uh, you mentioned the technical difficulty we had earlier and that this is actually take two. Mm-hmm. And it just struck me that I'm using the same notes, the same verse. We're about, I don't know, about an hour apart from our earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that were the same, but we also had a mm-hmm. lot of a different conversation. And that is so cool about the Bible that yeah. it's that deep that, right. that you can have that you can explore it that much. Well, and even, you know, the guys who listen to this, you know, whoever's out there um, driving to work, sitting there at their table, listening, however you listen to podcasts and uh, you know, it's going to hit them different. Mm-hmm. God's going to speak to them through this in a way that we probably will never even guess, which is just amazing. Oh yeah. So anyway, Johnny, would you, uh, would you pray us out? 
Father, I just want to thank you for this ability to come together in your name and and to have good Christian brothers like Brandon to discuss it with and and to go over it with. And Lord, we just want to come to you in gratitude and thank you. Uh, Like Brandon said, let us always remember uh, your past uh, victories and especially the ultimate victory that Jesus had on the cross. And Lord, in, in days when the anxieties threaten to overpower us, uh, just help us remember it. Remember that it's not some pithy, uh, feel good saying, but it's mm. actually a deep, deep foundation yes, for man. peace. Knowing that you love us and that you have an ultimate victory for us. And we may not see the victory on this side of the grave, but there is a victory coming no matter what. Mm. And Lord, just let us just dwell and abide and meditate on your mm. love for us and the fact that you are with us, around us, and inside of us, no matter where we are or what we do. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, as we're uh, pushing this month and into next month, we're going to be having the, the bro treat brought to you by ACF and Church on the Rock coming up here at the end of February, February 25th through the 27th. Uh, we're going to have a link to sign up to that on our Facebook page which is acf forge men's ministry so jump on there uh look for the link to sign up it's an amazing time uh, it's a great time just to fellowship with brothers uh worship and throwing and you know snow machining and doing all that fun stuff i think we were throwing spears last year and a whole bunch of great all kinds of great, stuff. great amazing oh, stuff yeah, yeah. Awesome. so um look for that link to sign up uh just a great time and uh whatever whatever platform you listen to us on whether it's itunes facebook or not facebook i don't think we have facebook podcasts yeah no facebook podcasts. you can share them on facebook you can share them on facebook but (laughs) (laughs) whatever uh, platform you listen to us on go on there give us a five-star rating that just kind of helps us push this podcast out do what we need what we're doing um and spreading that that uh, that gospel last but not least go on and share the podcast uh get that out there to somebody who uh who may not know about it who may need to hear this Right on. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Brandon.